Welcome everyone, we are about to begin Be'ezus Hashem, Shalom Bayis, Shir number 65, email address shalombayis777 at gmail.com. We spoke in the feedbacks and in other places that um, tzinius is extremely important, and there are halachas about it, where a woman cannot, in a verbal way, express, um, you know, intimate matters, and, you know, it's brought down a halacha that, but we also talked about how when there is a, a necessity and an importance for the husband and the wife, again, privately, alone, you know, no one else in such conversations, just between themselves on areas of intimacy and working things through and talking about what they what they need and what they want and what they're, you know, nervous about and so on to clear misconceptions and to be on the same page. For that, there's no... Chasarin of Tznius whatsoever. Again, you can't use vulgar, vulgar language or things like that, Khalila, or or things that are in a demeaning way. But but if it's explicit, but the explicitness is for the importance of pointing out an important communication that your husband needs to know. That's not Chasarin and Tznius. Adaraba, it's an extremely good, beneficial thing. Uh, a little raya to this, possibly, if you could look up in the Meiri. Daf Erevin Kuf Amid Beis, and he he says the follows. He says, "Afal Pishemidas Atzniyus Mushubachas Eitzalakoyel." Even though the Midas Atzniyus is praiseworthy, everyone agrees with that. And Benoshim Mushubachis Yoiser, and by women the Midas Atzniyus is even more praiseworthy. Like Atzniyus applies to men too, by the way, but by women there's a specific uh, emphasis on it. Afal became nevertheless. If they, again, that he's talking about on the physical, intimate level, tried to make themselves beloved to their husbands, and tried to convince him in order to do a mitzvah, that's not pritzus, it's not pritzus, but it's zerizus, it's a good midah, and she'll have a, a lot of that that she'll have good children. is only for that. That Leah came across him and her kavana was totally shame shamayim. And by the way, even though here in the Me'iri's example, it talks about the idea of having children, and that's her tachlis, and that's her kavana l'shem shamayim doesn't necessarily have to be that way, that it's only on that. But your kavana is for, whether it's shalom bias, your kavana is um, a chesed for your husband, um, you know, and things like that. You know, you're using your seichel, knowing when a physical, intimate situation would be beneficial for your husband, and your kavana is for that. In those cases, this um, initiative that you're taking towards those steps to become physically intimate with your husband is not a chesarin and sneas. It is a maila. So that's very important to know. You know, um, so I the chazal say about toiv of the peh, verbally saying, you know, whatever directly is a chesarin and sneas, and that is true. So you have to you have to understand where, where that is coming from. And again, we talked about if there's misconceptions, sometimes you have to spell it out. You're not sure, you want to ask somebody, ask somebody, but if your kavana is, your head screwed on straight, and your kavana is proper, and your whole tachlis is to 
create that there's no misunderstandings between you and your husband, and you clear the air about these types of communications, and you lean towards that, being um, sexually intimate with your husband, either to have children L'Shem Shemayim, or to help them out in those areas L'Shem Shemayim. Like it says in the Chazal, the Chazal say that the Noshim, the Noshim Tzitkanias, are matzal. It says, what, I think it was Rav Chia had a difficult wife. Um, a few uh, in the Amirah, in the, in the, the case was like that, it seems, from the Gemara. And he said, die, it's enough. He has a karas to her, even though there's difficulties, but she, that he saves, he, she saves him from hate. She saves him from sin. Now, Pashupshat, if you learn Pashupshat in those Gemara saving from sin, it means sexual sin, that they have the outlet towards the, the you know, towards their wife only, and that helps them that they're not Khalila thinking about other, other women or in other areas. It's saving them mamish from chait. Actually, you can learn, Alpidrush, that Matzila Noisei Menachet means other chatoim also, because very often a smart, wise woman saves the husband from many, many pitfalls, many types of chatoim, not just the inyanim of, of, of taivus or, or, or sexual inyanim, but also she saves him, sometimes calms him down when he's ready to blow up or do something rash or pick up the phone and start uh, yelling at a business partner or whatever, and the wife will calm him down and tell him, you know, think for a minute, take a deep breath, whatever it is, she'll be me, it's calming down, actually mamish saving him from chait. But the Pashup Shat means he's, she's saving him from the chait of these type of inyanim regarding um, zanus and those type of things, that by her um, um, directing her energy in that sense towards her husband for that purpose, so that she, it shall be easier for him um, not to have Hirurim Roim and not to and, and, and that all this whole taiva that he has is focused directly towards her, his wife, and nobody else. And her kavana is for that. That's not also and, and then she takes steps towards that. That is tsnias. That is the height of tsnias, the opposite of pritzis. And you know it's it's hard because externally, you know, and externally it looks similar, but uh, to pritzis. You know, but uh, everything heilich baser hakavana, everything heilich baser hakavana, and you see that also. Again, I don't wanna, you know, I have to have shikaladas. I yet didn't yet um, talk in explicit ways, uh, and I'm not sure whether I will or I won't. I'm gonna ask and find out how how much I spell out, how much I don't spell out. So sometimes I will be vague, but clear enough to understand. But basically also in very many situations, on the etzemaisen interaction between husband and wife, it looks very similar to the actions of um, people doing averis with each other. And here it's a husband and wife, and it becomes kudusha and a mitzvah. Externally, some of it, or many aspects of it, seem uh, similar. And yet it's different mikotza la kotza. And the same idea with the Indian of Tznias. We didn't yet talk about it. About Tznias starts in the brain. Tznias doesn't start with clothing. It starts with the brain and it's nismashit. And um, so these things is a very fascinating concept. Because, because, because here you have a tznua 
that externally is more forthcoming towards her husband to get him to be interested or, or to get him to, to have relations with her. And her kavan is totally l'shem shamayim, totally to help him, saving him from chait. But externally, it doesn't look like it's a tzniyas Inyan. And she needs to know that this is the height of tzniyas, and tzitkes even. Uh, and, and that's the kavana. Now in the Pasuk, yes, it says, Vatei was the purpose to have children. And we spoke about it before, the Nashan Tzitkanias in Mitzrayim, also the main purpose in their heads was to have children, um, despite the, the hardships of the Gzairus of Mitzrayim, to have children. But we also spoke about that, of course, the Kavana was also to be mechazik their husbands and to give them chizik and to give them hope. And that was part of that chesed too. It wasn't just to have children. In other words, uh, you know, Lu Yitzur, they wouldn't, some of them, it wouldn't work out that the children wouldn't be conceived. They would have done the same thing anyway because it was the right thing to do. They would take their pails with their water, with their fish, and go to their husbands and cook it and do everything they needed to do because that's what Aisha Shera does. And again, we're talking, again, I say this over and over and over again, we're talking about decent people and decent and a decent person. So that's very, very important to know. And um, that this idea, just I just want to also explain a little bit about what Tzniyas means in the brain and how that works. Because I'll give you an example of what I mean. I'm just going to give this as one example. Let's say you have uh, someone that's not uh, religious, or let's say even a guy, a guy gummer, okay? You could have a guy gummer, and I'm talking about an Isha, let's say a lady in Texas, she's going to her office to work and she's getting dressed, okay? And it's um, 95 degrees outside. And she says to herself, what is she going to wear? And obviously, you know, if you're not brought up in Beis Yaakov, you may dress in a non-sneistic way. But in, with some people, when they think in their brain, what am I going to wear today? And they end up wearing not sneistic clothing because they don't know the halachas or they just don't know better. Their brain is thinking, it's very hot today. It's very hot. It's a hot day today. It's 95 degrees. So I'm wearing it. That's a tsenua be'etzim. Because uh, uh, a non-snua be'etzim, her brain would be thinking, what is the guy in the office going to look at me like? How am I going to attract this person and that person sexually? Then the, the, her head is in the sewer. Same maiseh The same natsniyistika begadim being put on. Again, I'm not talking about someone who knows better. Someone who doesn't know better. But in their it, it a lot goes basar hakavana. And again, if someone um, who, who has their brain that they're only wearing those begotten because it's hot outside, their whole hanhaga, their tenuais, their wordings are more refined despite their lack of clothing tenuais. While the other person uh, that had their kavana for the wrong things, they'll have a prasta even. And that's why I want to say the opposite is true too. So all of you that do in Hilchas tenuais dress properly, that technically you dress tenuaisic, a lot depends on your mindset and in your brain and the way you interact and your body language. You could be a perutza, even with sneistika clothing, and you could be a tsenua, even with pretzistika clothing. Now, again, I'm not advocating pretzistika clothing. Again, I'm only saying this when you get people who do not know better or aren't educated about it or haven't learned it yet. 
Um, so they're wearing it because they don't know better. I'm not, the people who know better obviously have to dress tzniyastik. But again, that is extremely true, that you could have a tzenua that currently is re- wearing pre-tzniyastik begadim, and she's a tzenua be'etzim, and you could have a prutza be'etzim that technically is wearing with a spitzel and the ganze, you know, arba begadim and whatever it is, but her hanhagen, the way she interacts with men or talks, and her body language, even with the big day tenuim, is still a prutza. And it's something that's very important to understand and to relate and to try to improve upon. Have a wonderful day.